Welcome. Uh, wow. Sorry. Gosh. Welcome to episode eight. Are you that in there? Yes. That just oh. that, that makes it, it gives it like character. It gives it character. Welcome to episode eight. It's when Caitlin and Brianna are in the neonatal intensive care unit at Loyola. Okay, Deneen, so babies have been delivered. Uh, you've been uh, sewn up and uh, had a little time to recuperate, and the twins are in uh, the neonatal intensive care unit at Loyola. Um, what, what do you remember about you know, your, your first visit to uh, the neonatal intensive care unit? I remember them taking me in a wheelchair and <clears throat> first seeing the twins and how little they were and all the tubes and wires and <clears throat> it was I was just I was quite taken aback by by it. strong what do you visually remember kind of like the scene um, in terms of being wheeled in there you know where were where were they physically in the neonatal intensive care unit do you remember kind of like what they were laying on or in or any of that they kind were of? in incubators they were in incubators yeah yeah they were both in incubators next to each other yeah yeah and when you when you say like they had their were they did they have like blankets on or clothing or no they just had diapers on they just had diapers on and and why was it you know because the, the incubator had had uh, a heat source so it wasn't like they were right you know, that there was Keeping their temperature, their body temperature, in a in a in a good zone. Right. And uh, you remember anything else visually about you know? So they were in diapers. They were in an incubator. Um, they had tubes down their nose. That's how you had you had to feed them because they couldn't suck. They didn't have the sucking reflex yet. So, they had, you had to feed them through a syringe thing, through, through their nose, and went down into their stomachs. And, and what about, uh, did they have any IV or, or anything else going on? Yeah, they had IVs, and they had a board, like, strapped to their arm with an IV in it so it wouldn't come out and their feet were bruised from them taking blood from them. Yeah, they would prick their heel and and with the, their forefinger and thumb they would 
kind of make a circle and squeeze squeeze the heel to get the blood to come up out of the skin and then they would take a little plastic almost like a straw thing they would then suck up the blood so that they could do blood tests I remember that and then when you when you saw them did you did you know quickly which one which tw- whether it was twin A or twin B that was going to be who was going to be Caitlin and who was going to Brianna was that was that was that something that was easy to do yeah as soon as I saw them I knew which one was Caitlin and which one was Brianna what what just you know was there any specific thing that, that, that they just looked Caitlin looked like Caitlin and Brianna <laughs> looked like Brianna I just I can't explain it I just yeah. I just knew which one was which. Now, did you have to have any special, like, garb on when you went in to see the twins? They put gowns and... Did we have masks? Yeah, we had gowns and masks. In the early days, I think gowns and masks and even those head, those hairnet type of things, because they were concerned about the twins getting an infection just given the state they were in. So they were very very uh, protective of the environment. In fact, I don't, I don't think we could hold them right away. We mm-hmm. could put our hands into the incubator yeah. and touch them. And in fact, they encouraged us to touch them. You know, they didn't want us to not engage with them, the nurses in the, in the ICU. I can remember them encouraging us because you know, with all those wires and the, and the leads and the stickies on their chest and the board and the... I mean, it, it just was a little bit, you know, can I, I mean, am I going to break them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. are, they, are they okay if I touch them? And uh, the nurses were quite good about encouraging us to, you know, touch them and uh, participate in feeding them and just really, you know, engaging them and speaking to them and talking to them. Um, I, I can remember them encouraging us because we were a little intimidated by the whole scene. I, I know I was intimidated by the whole scene, frankly. It was just kind of a lot to, to take in. So, um, yeah. And uh, do you remember anything else about their times when they would go in the in the uh, intensive care unit? Do you remember any like specific moments where you were feeding them or were? I remember bringing Cammy. Yeah, you remember bringing Cammy. That was a little bit later after they had kind of gotten their, you know, things had had gone relatively well, frankly. So yeah, we at some point we brought Cami in, and uh, I think we have a picture of it with Cami in in the neonatal intensive care unit. I, I think is she holding a vial to yeah. to feed one of them. Yeah, she's yeah. holding a vial. Yeah, feeding yeah. Her yeah, yeah. So um, I don't think she was allowed to stay very long, but uh, certainly. We introduced Cammy to her sisters as soon as we could. Um, do you remember some of the issues the twins were having in terms of the brachycardia uh, or the apnea issues and what we'd have to do to kind of stimulate them to you know, kind of um, keep them going? I remember 
least I have to stimulate them. Rubbing their foot, or what else did they tell us to do? You know, just tickle them, <coughs> tickle them, nudge them. You know, just prod them. Just any, any, any kind of movement, just to stimulate their their body into into recognizing it needed to, you know, start breathing and, and right. sucking oxygen, and just kind of wake them up a little bit. Right. Um, and then, do you, do you remember the the issue that developed with? Brianna? She wasn't developing red blood cells yeah. at the rate they wanted her to be. Yeah. And they talked about giving her a transfusion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you went, you were compatible with her, so you went and gave your blood so she would have your blood and not some stranger's blood yeah yeah because that was the uh that was in the the 90s was was when hiv was a big concern about the blood supply and, and getting a transfusion and and there was no way we wanted to you know have that happen so yeah i uh i went and gave blood and that was like the the, the weekend of stress for me because we found out on like a, a Friday that uh, the hospital rejected my blood as, as not good right. for Brianna and they wouldn't tell me why I had to, I had to speak to my doctor to find out why because the blood center wouldn't, wouldn't reveal it and the hospital wouldn't reveal it for some reason, I'm not sure why. Um, so I spent a, 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 a stressful weekend wondering what the hell was wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember that. Like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. What now? Um, and then I think it was uh, Cammy's, the pediatrician, that, that found out. Is it Nestor Allen Coster? Allen Coster? I think it was Allen Coster. Um, that's my memory. That um, found out that um, by Monday, uh, I had they had some information that I had uh, my blood had tested positive for hepatitis C, and they had determined it was a false positive because apparently that's not an unusual thing to happen. Um, but event they they rejected my blood and the, 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 the benefit of the weekend frankly turned out to, to be good um, in Brianna's favor because by the end of the weekend um, she was she was, producing she was making yeah she was making much more blood cells so they never they never ended up having to do a transfusion on Brianna uh, which which was good and then uh, um, Brianna also had to be ventilated a little bit early at the beginning there, um, yeah. just to help her a little bit. But that I don't think that lasted very long. I think I think she bounced back pretty pretty quickly. So, and in short order, you know, despite kind of the chaos of the situation, it became pretty clear that the the twins were gonna do well. Um, 
you know, they were slowly but surely kind of moving off of the feeding tubes and beginning to drink from a bottle. They were producing their blood, their lungs were working well. Um, they had no other signs of any, any other lasting issue. It was really just a maturation process that they needed to go through before you know, a lot of these reflexes kind of kicked in and, and uh, the people at Loyola felt comfortable about uh, letting us take them home. And do you remember who, who came home first? Yeah, Caitlin came home first. Yeah, and that was about a month after, after being born that right. Caitlin came home first. So, you know, we had, and you were in the hospital, I don't know, maybe not even a week, I'm not sure. Um, you you, you kind of got discharged and reunited with Cami, which was a big thing in and of itself. Uh, I can remember that, just you you reuniting with Cami and just rebonding because you hadn't seen her. But maybe one day out of the last 28, and Cami hadn't seen you. So there was a whole, you know, rebonding process and recovery process for you at home. Um, and I can remember I was doing um, the stopovers at the at the hospital in the morning um, to see how the twins were doing and, and just you know dealing with all that kind of stuff. And then we got to the point where Katie came home. So then it was you, Cami, and Caitlin at home while Brianna was still at Loyola. And um, um, so you were kind of dealing with Caitlin at home, and I was kind of, you know, visiting Brianna at Loyola there for a while as we were both kind of juggling um, what was happening. Uh, and then... Uh, but before Caitlin ever came home, we, we had to learn infant CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, we yeah. had somebody come out to the house and teach us to do it. Yeah, so what did Katie, Katie came home with what? Why don't we, why don't we just go into that a little bit? Um, those, those uh, sleep apnea monitors. Right. Um, which, you know, why don't you describe your memory of, of what, what, what was, what is that when we're talking about these monitors, these baby monitors, what, what's your memory of that? Did something go around their chest? Or? Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a band that would go around their chest, and on the band was like a uh, a device, um, almost like a like a you know like when you get a chest, uh, you know when they do your heart those sticky things. But it wasn't a sticky thing. But it was it was something like that mm-hmm. that went. And, and there was a wire that went to a machine and what it was, what it was uh, keeping track of, I think, was respiration and, and heart beats, heart rate. And uh, when it would get below a certain heart rate or respiration, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was set. You, know, you could actually set it. You didn't want it to go below a certain threshold. And when it got below that threshold, the alarm would go off. Uh, and alert you to, you know, having to do something. So, yeah, Caitlin came home with that initially. 
and uh, you know, I, as I recall, it, it 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 did go off during the nighttime, but it it it, it wasn't it wasn't like a constant thing we had to deal with. Um, uh, I think the thing that I remember more than anything else is is feeding them, and they would get into that sucking uh, and and just be sedated by the whole feeding process and getting full and getting sleepy and and they would just literally just get so lulled um, that they would they would stop breathing and then you had to kind of you know twit their feet or and then they would they would just kind of immediately recover I remember doing that with them a few times um, so that was the that was the monitor process and then when we brought well, why don't we go into the CPR? So, what what did they teach you? How did they? How did you have to? Uh, he he uh, brought like a dummy, you know, doll for us to practice on, and told us to use our two fingers by their breastbone and push down. Um, their chest and the, I don't I don't really remember how many times but then you give you would breathe into their mouth and their nose at the same time because they were so tiny you couldn't really right get your mouth on their mouth without right yeah yeah um, so that's always a you know a fun thing to learn how to do when you're just home with a baby yeah yeah <laughs> a little bit of stress yeah. Um, yeah. So, but uh, you know, I remember uh, that I remember them bouncing back and being very resilient little creatures. Um, so then we we brought uh, Brianna home, but not directly. She she ended up stepping down from Loyola to, uh, to, to Good Samaritan. Yeah, to Good Sam Hospital in Downers Grove, where you know the whole thing started. Frankly, uh, on August second. And, uh, you know, she had still had this brachycardia problem where her, her heart rate would get, you know, very low. And they wanted to make sure that she was, you know, progressed enough before um, they would let her come home. Um, so I think she stayed at uh, Good Sam for another week or two. Yeah, she was there a few weeks. Yeah, Brianna came home closer to 40 weeks, um, like her original. Yeah, right, due, so, due date. I mean, it's just in terms of getting your head kind of wrapped around the time frames here. So uh, premature labor on August 2nd, four weeks about to the 28th. They were born on the 28th. By the end of September, we had Caitlin home and then by the end of October I think we had we well had, Brianna came home I remember October 17th she came home on she, our anniversary she came home on our anniversary okay so yeah. maybe it wasn't that uh till whole thing yeah, yeah. so um what an anniversary present yeah <laughs> it was yeah it was uh and then we had the two of them and Cami and the heart monitors and just uh, just dealing with with that, and I, I tell this story to this day that you know we had uh, we had like uh, which which one 
had which monitor to get up when the monitor would, would, would go off. Um, and I remember you and I would like, you would pick one one night and I would pick one the other night and sometimes you'd pick the right one or the wrong one as to who kind of had to get up and respond to the, to the monitor. Um, uh, I do remember, I do remember those conversations like whose monitors is it? <laughs> So, but it wasn't that long before uh, they allowed us to kind of take the babies off the monitor. I think it was they wanted to see X many days of no monitor uh, alarm triggering, and then we could kind of, you know, uh, you know, put those monitors away. But we kept the we kept the the belts that would go around their chest, and they're somewhere yeah. they're somewhere in this house. Yeah, they're somewhere. Um, I think, I don't know if they had the leads with them. I'm not sure. I remember the belts. And do you remember what the the nurses gave you? Uh, The nurses in the ICU unit made T-shirts for them. And uh, they, like, decorated them. And uh, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. So... So yeah, that's the whole visit to the ICU and um, just dealing with uh, juggling all of those issues. You know, you know Deneen healing and recovering, rebonding with Cami, you know, getting the kids home, getting them off the monitors, and um, pretty much that's that's it, guys. We we've taken you through the whole, you know. Uh, you know, delivery, birthing, and, and safely getting you on your way to your life. Uh, and I think that's where we're going to end this. Uh, and maybe we'll do some reflections, but I think this is where we, we, we tell you everything is good. You guys ended up thriving. Um, I can remember, you know, just, uh, you know, feeding you guys not too long after that, where I would you know, cut a hole in the nipple so that you guys could get as much nutrients going in as possible. Remember the the, the rice rice uh, or oatmeal that we would yeah. add to their bottles and uh, you know get you guys all pretty you know chunky and and, and baby looking in, in no time at all. Um, so it's a it's a wonderful story of of how. How things came out to be pretty, pretty solid, pretty good. Uh, you know, it, it it did take some time, but you, you certainly thrived and have continued to thrive since that time. Right, yep. right, Mama. Yep. Now you're beautiful young ladies, and Daddy and I appreciate you guys so much, and we love you with all our hearts. That's, I'll ditto, I'll ditto, ditto that. Um, and we picked, I, I'm sure you guys have seen it by now, we've picked the artwork for this podcast. And um, in, in my mind, that, that picture of Caitlin and Brianna on that bench um, just forever um, captures their essence in some <laughs> respects in terms of, you know, uh, the way in which they came into the world and, and pretty much the way in which they engaged with the world um, uh, throughout. So uh, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty neat to kind of look at that picture and, 
and see those smiling faces and, and those personalities being displayed. Um, so, yes, uh, we love you. We love you both and uh, hope you guys enjoyed Twin Town, USA. Love you. Love you. Being Hello? recorded, Mara. Oh my God! <laughs> doing another podcast. <laughs> yeah. We've, 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 I hope I don't fail. We've made we've made some progress. I, you know, the the thing you should know is, I thought I deleted your initial uh, interview recording, and for like two days, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I deleted that damn thing. Yeah. Um, we were gonna have to re-record it, but nope, nope. I found it. It was, it was hidden in the app somewhere. So. All, well, that is good news. All, all good. All good. Well, what are we talking about in this podcast? So, so the twins are born. Yep. Um, did you ever go to Loyola to visit them in the ICU? Yes, I did. Can you tell me? Yeah. What, tell us about that. So tell us about that. Well. Janine was exhausted. <laughs> uh, so we didn't spend much time with her. And who's, and who's we? we? Who's we? I think mom came. I think it was mom and dad and me. I think we all, like, you know, drove down there. And, and this is like shortly after they're born or after they've been? Oh, yeah. They were in the, you know, the baby room with the glass. Yeah, well, they were in the ICU for a month. Yeah, well, Caitlin a month, Brianna for six yeah. weeks or something. So, so I think it was that we couldn't touch him, but we could see them. Oh, okay, okay. So you you didn't even get to go into the ICU. Oh no, no, uh, no. Okay. No, they, I don't. Did, did I they don't. bring him by the window, or they brought him by the window? And okay, I know Dad didn't go in. But I think mom got in somehow. And I don't know if yeah. it was because you were there, Tom. Well, I was there. Uh, I, can, I recall that. And you had a dawn on the gowns and the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I know dad and I didn't. And we just saw from the window. And mom was really happy. And then... God, it's so hard to remember all the details, but... I want, I want, you know, now I'm just picturing that mom was in with you and dad and I were standing outside. But I don't know if that's true. That, that could be true. Yeah, that could be true. Um, uh-huh. You couldn't, you, you weren't, in the early days, you weren't allowed to take them out of their little units. Yeah, I think she just you was could, like, did they have plastic things where you could put your hands in? Yeah, yeah, yeah they had little you know, plastic sleeves where you could, you know, just put your hand and, and touch, touch the baby. Yeah. Yeah. I think that mom did that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, but dad and I didn't, they were so little. They were so incredibly little. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Scary little. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Scary yeah. little. And Denise was just exhausted and tired and we didn't visit with you long. Nate. 
Yeah. Because you had, you know, been through a lot for the last month. Yeah. I think mom stayed more with you. Mom and dad stayed more with you because we couldn't all go in the room at the same time. Oh. Because there was two and two or. Okay. I think when they had limits back then. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mom spent more time with you and dad was in there. Do you know if John came to visit the twins? <sighs> Not with us, so I don't know. Got it. If him and Patty came another time. Uh, we'll call him and we'll ask him. So, yeah. You know, do, what, do any, 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 uh, you know, emotional remembrances of... Oh, my God. I was just so happy to me and made it through it. <laughs> like, because it was always such a worry what she was going through and did you, what you did, were going through worrying about Deneen. Did you visit, did you visit uh, Deneen in the hospital while she was still with the... Once. Once? Um, because that was when I was afraid to drive. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a, as strong a woman as I am now. And uh, Dad, would, we would go out when Dad could go, like when Dad drove. And I think it was on the weekend. And then I think I remember one time we were going to go out there, but I think Denine started having contractions again or something. And they put her on a new medicine. And she wasn't feeling good. Yeah. It's, or, yeah she and so we di- didn't go. Yeah, it's probably very, yeah, very I'm possible. Sure that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we, there were times that we couldn't go because she just wasn't really feeling good. Yeah. She was going through a lot. I think mom, mom and dad may have gone more than I did. And we, I called mom to see if she had any memories of it, and she, she, she didn't, uh, she didn't, and nothing registered, nothing registered. I do remember when the twins finally came home. Well, before, before the, you get to the twins finally coming home, which is another episode, do, do, you, oh. do, you, do you, did, did Cammie spend time with mom? Did Cammie? I think she was between... I think she was more at Mrs. Ossie's house. I, I know. I know she was at Mrs. Ossie's. I think she was at Gina's house. Yeah, and I do think that she came for a few. You know, like, does it make sense that she was mostly there, but came for a few days to our house? Yeah. Because you wanted yeah. consistency for Cammy, and I think Denise was really worried about um, oh, yeah. Cammy and what she was thinking and how she was processing it and, you know, yeah. understanding it, because it was yeah. a long time. Yeah. And she was, was it over a month? Four, it was about it four was weeks. It was about four weeks, yeah. 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 So I think she did come, but I think when she came, she came with you, and you kind of stayed for a little bit, and then... Do, do you remember when, I think we stayed over, Cammie and I stayed over... And I was taking some dirty clothes downstairs. And Cam, uh-huh. Cammy was with me, and I accidentally hit her on the stairs with my knee as I, because I was. Oh, I do remember that. 
and Cammy went tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I think mom almost had a heart attack. Oh, I almost had a heart attack. Oh my goodness. Well, I know you almost did, but I think then dad yelled, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell, Jackie? And then, you know, mom's like, oh my God. You know, so I do remember that. I didn't remember it until you like brought it up. And then I'm like, oh my God. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you even said, Denise will kill me. <laughs> oh my God! I'm sure I said that. Can you imagine like me Denise showing up? If I showed up I'm at like, the hospital and yeah, yeah, Cammy had to go to the emergency room. And, you know, she'd be like, oof. She oof. was fine though. Yes, I mean, she was. I mean, yeah, she, she was, was scared, but she wasn't hurt. Thank God. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> even being scared. I think she's just kind of like, oh, well, that one. Well, well, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah. I think she got to sit by Nanny and have some ice cream. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Nanny took over from there. And Grandpa's, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he got out of his chair, though. <laughs> That's probably true. Jackie, yeah, go true. see what's happening. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I do remember the girls just being so I mean, they could fit in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. That was just like amazing. Like and scary all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they were so 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 small. I mean, you think of Eleonora and how she's so small, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like to comprehend that Brianna and Caitlin fit in your hand was mind-boggling to me. Yeah. 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 I was always afraid to touch them. You know, like you know when they were little, like little little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Until I discovered Brianna's great talent of cl- being able to use her feet and her hands as claws. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it was like incredible. She wasn't coming off of you no matter what. No. No. Yeah. Yep. And then I stopped being afraid because I'm like, okay. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh-oh, you got a dog. All right, No, it's just, I'm just walking behind somebody's house. We're, we're going to let you go. We've got, we've, got, we've got our tape to lay here. So. Okay. All go right. onward. I can't wait to the podcast. All right. All right. Thanks, Mark. Right. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.